Yeah, Todd Gray with you with another podcast. And once again, it is sports, sports, sport. Uh, we're going to catch up with Bucks player Malik to talk about that big, big win once again over the weekend and looking ahead at the game against the Magic this weekend. We're also going to catch up with Leith Tickle to wrap up the latest round of the GNFL. And there is a big roller derby event happening in Durian Bay. So we're going to catch up with Rocks and a special guest to talk all about it. So uh, where should we kick things off? Uh, let's start with the GNFL. Start with the Colts, I think, at uh, Rovers, Rovers and Northampton played on Saturday, and uh, Rovers got over the line 57-36 in the Colts there, and then uh, Railways had a, a thumping win over Chapman Valley, 129 to 14 in the Colts. So a big win to Railways and the Colts uh, on the weekend. Unfortunately, I didn't don't have the Towns and Mullawar scores today, but um, I'll, I'll have, check the check the local paper and you'll get them tomorrow, I'm sure. Yep, all right. Great. Chatting to uh, Leith, uh, getting some of the footy scores. Uh, how things go with the GNFLW? Uh, so in the women's, Ro- uh, Northampton had a big win over Rovers, uh, 44-0. So a <laughs> uh, big, big win Jeez. there. Um, and Chapman Valley were able to get a win on the day against Railways, 53-8. to eight. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, do you want to jump into the GNFL? Uh, I'll just quickly quickly hear the reserves. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, we had Rovers defeating Northampton 70-37. Mm. And again, in Railways had a, another thumping win over the Valley, 121-7. to So Whoa. a couple of big wins for the Railways, railways on, uh, on, on, on Sunday. Yeah, far out. All right. Uh, let's see how the GNFL went then. Uh, let's start with Rovers taking on Northampton. Yeah, so Rovers and Northampton was a pretty tight game. Um, so this, this game was... Shaping up to sort of see uh, probably where Northampton sat. Uh, Rovers hadn't hadn't lost a game yet, so I'm sure Northampton were keen to keen to pit themselves against one of the better teams. They did a they did a pretty good job, but unfortunately didn't get over the line. And Rovers Rovers got the job done 14 13 97 to Northampton 10 12 with um, some of the usual suspects for Rovers playing well. Dylan Dylan Curley, Gabriel Parfit, Kobe Simpson, Farron Parfit. So the usual suspects there doing well for Rovers and, and the same with Northampton with Flynn Dillon playing a good game. Harrison Plusky and Liam Campbell also playing well. All right, great. And uh, on Sunday, Railways and Chapman Valley? Yeah, so another another thumping win for Railways. They had a big day um, on Sunday and uh, all their all their men's teams won by over 100 points. So um, big, day for the, big day for the Blues. Um, unfortunately for Chapman Valley, they were um, absolutely blown off the park. There's no sort of other way of putting it. So the final score there, 24-16 to two goals, two. So mm. a bit of soul-searching to do down at the Valley, but um, that's, that's football. There's always next week. But, yeah, really, really big game for Railways who have really, after their round one loss against Brigades, haven't, uh, haven't put a foot wrong and are looking pretty good with, you know, again, some really good players playing well. Mitch Ball, Jack Cocking, Jesse Adamini. Ben Saunders and the like, so yeah, they're uh, they they really are looking looking like the team to beat after after four rounds. All right, so it's going to be an interesting round five with uh, I suppose some pride on the line. A few teams looking to uh, to bounce back, so we're looking at another interesting one there. Uh, we've been wrapping up all the action with Leith Tico. Leith, as always, really appreciate your time. Anything else before we finish up? Yeah, well, quick, I've got, I do have the Mullawar Towns league score, so um, <laughs> that was a tight game out there. Um, Towns got their first win of the first win of the seasons over Mullawar 14-7-91 to Mullawar 13-6-84 so mm. Towns will be happy with that and Mullawar while they haven't got a win yet they are showing a bit of form so um, yeah we never know with Mullawar they can always push up and um, and do pretty well when you least expect it so yeah looking for a, a, a win from them very shortly Yep, thank you to Leith as always for wrapping up all the action and we'll preview the next round with James Gardner now 
Let's get into roller derby. If you've never been to a roller derby event, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend you get along to Durian Bay this weekend and check it all out. But enough of me talking about it. Let's catch up with rocks. Been uh, very much anticipated and we'll be playing our first game at Durian Bay. So it's fairly, fairly exciting. We're doing it as a mixed scrim, which means that players are... Uh, they register individually mm-hmm. and we they get put into two teams on on the at night. So there's quite a few players from Perth and mm. it's only two and a half hours from Perth yeah. and two and a half hours from Geraldton. So it's a nice, uh, uh, we're all committing to, to getting there and uh, it should be a really exciting night. Yep, so it is in Durian Bay. We do have someone from Durian on the line. Rox, would you like to introduce our special guest? Yes, Tony O'Gorman. Um, he's from the... The Shire of Durian Bay and uh, one of the contacts that we've been uh, liaisoning with for the Slam. Uh, Tony, how you doing? I'm good. And how are you? Yeah, doing well. Thank you very much. Uh, look, it's important now that we get as many events as possible uh, back and underway. And uh, roller derby is always a great event, whether it be in the metro or regional areas. It's just a lot of fun for people to get along to. Uh, what can you tell us about the uh, event itself and from your perspective uh, right there in Durian? We've been waiting for this for months now. Uh, We're having it at our Jordan Sport and Rec Centre on Saturday night at 6.30. Uh, it is the Shire of Dandari and not the Shire of Jurian Bay. Jurian Bay is just the biggest town, <laughs> but uh, some people like to call it Jurian Bay, but we, it's, it is Shire of Dandarigan. Uh Look, we're hoping to get a lot of people into town. This is part of our plan uh, to run as many events as we can in Jurian Bay. We've just developed the whole foreshore, new skate park down there, so we've got lots of kids interested in skating, so they'll be up there watching uh, the ladies as they, they, scr- they r- run around our uh, rec centre uh, doing their roller derby. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. All right, so a good opportunity to spend the weekend there, check out all the new developments, take the skateboard along or just the skates and, and enjoy it all. Um, what else is happening? This goes to yourself, Tony and Rox. What else can we expect from the evening uh, besides, of course, uh, all the action on the uh, on the court? Well, on the track, well, we're just hoping it'll be a really great game. Um, so there's a lot of skilled players from Perth are coming mm. and we've actually got a, 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 a cherry popper, which means the first uh, first game oh. for a, a girl this year. So that should be exciting. A few veterans that have been playing, like myself, have been playing for nine or, or so years. And uh, it should be really exciting. And and uh, the, the, the Sunday we'll be playing a mixed scrim with the men. So the, um, the referees that come up from Perth, we give them opportunity to play mm. against us. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a different game, and we don't advertise that that much because it's all it's all about the game mm. on Saturday night. But um, it should be a really really good event, and we've got uh, the two teams that we're going to be playing in is the Wheat Belters <laughs> and the Savage Sirens, and we've gone with that kind of theme for the Durian Bay event. We've called it the Slam at J Bay. Yeah, that is fantastic, um, Tony. What else should people know about? Oh, look, if you come down to Jurian Bay and stay overnight, there's plenty for you to do. Take a wander down to our foreshore, take a wander along our jetty, uh, get down to our marina and, and maybe even jump on one of the uh, the uh, the sea, sea line tours out, out to one of our islands. Or if, if you're inclined, chuck in a pot and, and see mm. if you can grab a few crays while you're in Jurian Bay. But really, we want people to come down and watch this event. Uh, I think it's going to be really fast and furious. It's pretty high-powered from what I've seen. Uh, and we'll all be there cheering the ladies on and hoping that we have a good night. 
get along to roller derby this weekend in Durian Bay. If you can't make it, stay synced to the calendar, stay synced to the Geraldton Roller Derby Facebook page because the outlook for the rest of the year is looking pretty good for events. So uh, fingers crossed we'll see more roller derby events on the calendar. Now let's finish up by catching up with the Bucks after another big win. We got Bucks player on the line, uh, Malik Munier. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you with us. Uh, before we really get into it, I've got to ask the question. Uh, Bucks coach Dale Joseph, has he started dyeing his hair? Because what a fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a very stressful one to say the least. Yeah, so what was the message out there for that fourth quarter? Because it was a, an incredible tussle. Uh, really just to, we really just had to stop their main two scorers. That was our biggest thing. So we could slow Walker and Nelson down then. And we were in for a pretty good shot, and I thought we did that pretty well. So that was really the main, the main message. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, of course, walking away with the the, the win there. Um, how did you find your game? Because uh, you had a lot of court time. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, very defensive player in general. So for me, my whole focus was to play defense and to go out there and, like I said, try slow those guys down and just guard whoever I needed to and do what we needed to do for the team to win. Yeah, yeah. So, look, as people know who saw it, uh, it's absolute tussle all the way throughout. Uh, the uh, leaderboard changing so many times. Um, how? Um, what were what were the most ch- challenging aspects of the games for you guys, uh, starting from the uh, the first quarter? There, uh, probably just trying to keep our lead and maintain our momentum. Um, it was definitely a tough game, and they're a very very good team. But with the crowd on our side and mm. you know feeding us a bit of energy, it was. It was a definitely a massive help. Yeah. What aspects do you think uh, the Flames were um, uh, successful in, in thwarting your game and, and probably something the team needs to take a look at um, ahead of round seven? Oh, <laughs> um, I'm not too sure, actually. Oh, nothing. You won the game, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, we are chatting to uh, Malik Munier of the Bucks. Uh, yeah, look, round seven going up against the Mandra Magic. Um, how do you guys uh, see that game playing out? Um, should be a good game. We played them earlier in the season and uh, we went to overtime with them. So hopefully we can, you know, watch that game back a little bit and just learn from that and build from there. Yeah, it was, a, it was a heck of a fourth quarter. Appreciate Malik for his time. And looking ahead at the next round, we'll catch up with Bucks coach Dale Joseph and we'll wrap up all the action. Fingers crossed another win. Fingers crossed the Bucks can stay undefeated. Uh, we'll catch up with another Bucks player Monday morning on The Breakfast Show, 98.1 Triple M. As always, get involved any which way you please. Email Geraldton at triplem.com.au, Facebook page Triple M Geraldton, or uh, just make sure you uh, listen to the Brecky Show, Monday to Friday from 6am. Enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. We'll talk soon.